0: Let us say hello to Energize Cho. Who oh, uh, the lads. You know these guys? Oh my God, do I know these lads. They have a great podcast. They come from Ireland. They speak to all the upcoming prospects in Irish MMA. Oh. These lads are right. the shit. I love them. Okay, right. let's see what they got. Energize Show up the Irish.
1: Okay, what's going on, guys? Welcome to a brand new episode of Energized. Ross, introduce the guest, Matt.
0: Today, the TAC is back. It's Do straight out Team KF. Fighting over in EFC next weekend, oh, the 6th of November. Taka, how you doing, man?
2: I'm very good, lads. How are you? Good, doing man. Great. Can't
0: complain. Can't complain. Better after Sunday, you know? We'll forget about that.
2: <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, I'll say that was quite heartbreaking for you. Like, I, I, I never expected a 5 0 finish, to be honest with you. Like, that's, that's pretty insane. It, it, like, even with Ronaldo, we still lost 5 0, so I feel for feels... you. Baza, re- after, in.
0: In. <laughs> <laughs> after after 15 minutes once we went to Liverpool like, the game is over so like after that it was just like you know um what they call it um, you're trying to limit the damage but they didn't do a good job that either so it is what it is nah, yeah. <laughs>
1: thank god we covered that yeah, part of, already that's us out of the show uh on today's show obviously we have Taka, so we're gonna have we're gonna be promoting Taka's fight he's fighting next week on efc 90 and then we're going to be going into this weekend's ufc 267 uc's back is on fight on oh, we can't wait so like uh Taka, your fight was announced last week it was broken by the one known in Eno Neil. shout out in Rus ross
2: yeah shout out Eno. Yeah, Taka, Eno. tell us all about it bud yeah, so uh, I'm back fighting the sixth of November on EFC ninety. So this is gonna be my second fight, with the, my second professional fight, and also my second fight with the promotion. And Huande uh, is one and all. She seems pretty solid, pretty dynamic striker. But um, it's gonna be a lot smaller than my last pound. I think they got the so, I think they got my last pound was actually bigger than me for the first time. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> so, so, we were
1: saying you are on the one to watch last time, and you you were asking if you ever fought something taller than you. And then like that's what
0: happened. <laughs>
2: Yeah, because no, like because like, Chris is like, Oh, he's not that big, he's not that big, he's not that big. And I was seeing him, was like, He's he's pretty big, like he's huge. And then um yeah, and, I was, and, then, the, and the funny thing is like it's, like even with the cut and stuff like that, like I was so light that I never didn't actually put back on that much weight for the last one. So like I was pretty light and I looked at me and I was looking at myself, I was like, I was like, he this like this guy's bigger than me. I was like, What's going on here? But uh obviously like I kinda adjust the well through and dealt with it, but uh it is what it is. I got to win, so on to the next yeah. one now.
1: That's what that's what you went there for.
0: Yeah, Taka. Exactly, exactly. Uh, one thing I, I want to touch on—I don't know if you saw recently—but we had a uh, Jake Hadley on there. He was former EFC flyweight champion. And does that give you great confidence, seeing that someone was an EFC champion and has now made it to the UFC? Obviously, Trucas Duplessis is there as well. That 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 door is open from EFC.
2: Absolutely, like you know, UFC is one of the one of the biggest promotions in the world, and like one of the most well known, and also the biggest one, on African content. Like, so like just seeing the the, the likes of uh, Drickest of Places and Jake Hardy get moving on and going to UFC just gives me even more even more motivation and even more drive to kind of get that built and kind of cement myself as a champion in the promotion. Because, um, obviously, like it it, it is a proven pathway to UFC now because so many guys are getting on. So it's 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 definitely, it's definitely good to be on such a such a big show, and um not having to work my way to the big show to get to the big show again if you get me so i was kind of go to it to kind of have to really have my foot in the door and have uh the the contract for multi um for the multifoy contract with them just to kind of like just just now i have a path and i have like a road to the ufc with them yeah, yeah, and the,
1: the, go on, yeah you're, definitely, you're definitely one of the biggest stars they have now on the roster like one of the building stars as well
0: yeah, definitely. And another another point on that is you do have a multiple fight contract there. Um, how many fights would you like to have there before you fight for a title? I know some people might say, you know, they might be rushing you and that, but at the end of the day, you had a, quite an extensive amateur background. So someone yeah. might look at you as one, no, well, I don't look at it that way. I, I look at, you know, nearly a seasoned martial artist at this stage.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Like and the thing is like um like if especially fighting around the UK and Irish circuit, like it's 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 basically semi pro, you know what I mean? Like there's no shin pads, no no rash guards, none of that stuff. So it's like the only thing you're missing is the elbows and stuff like that. But like that's and the five minute rounds, but like that's aren't that they're little small adjustments that you can work on. But like I've been trying as a pro since basically I walked into the door. That's kind of how Chris conducts business. Everybody should be trained as a pro, even if you're an amateur, and uh, and kind of live up to kind of his expectations. And his expectations are kind of you go in, you go in there, you work hard, and you perform, and that's it really. So I, I consider myself I, I, don't, I don't consider myself as a one and out pro anyway, because if the pandemic hadn't happened, I would have been four or five now now. um by now at this point. So um I'm literally just looking to get the toughest fights and like put it home, I wanna get the I wanna be fighting for a belt maybe for my fourth or fifth fight. Come coming close to that and I think I'll probably get to my fourth or fifth fight by like in September, October next year. And hopefully and hopefully finish off the year then with the uh, with the four 0 next year and with the belt.
0: Yeah, definitely. I I think I've already like looked at the sort of the bantamites and went right. Who can who can we get Taka in there for a title shot with? And yeah. there's there's actually a fella, um, Shannon Van Tonder, Tonder, I think. Yeah, uh, I don't know if you've seen him before. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, that's one I want to see down the line. I think he's three 0 at the moment, and he's in your weight class. So I was like, right, that there's one. Um, that I'm looking out for because I was I was trying to have a look across EFC's roster to be like right if uh if Tack is in the EFC Energy is during the EFC so we have to see what's going down you know and we have to start scaling <laughs> no these guys promotion. out.
1: Exactly. no matter what the promotion even UAE Warriors were just like
0: <laughs> yeah 100 right? because uh, John Mitchell no, 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 was on there no, no. the other day and Baz was like who can John Mitchell fight next and I was like I was like leave it with me and I'll have a look at the roster and I'll see but uh Van T- Tonder looks like a good good opponent down the line.
2: Yeah, Vantander looks solid. I think he's I think he's actually fighting the Federate at the minute, but he looks solid in, the, in his uh, in his last two fights. I think he's, he's very he's very good grappling. He looks 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 solid all around, but yeah, like I'm just I'm here to, I'm here to fight the toughest guys, you know, and like another fella, like Connor Salmon or something like that I d I'm I don't know if I'm getting that of his name right or wrong, but like mm. it's just it's, it looks it looks like Salmon or Simon. I'm not, I'm not too sure to be honest with you. But uh yeah, he he, he looks pretty tall enough. So I have my eye now on him, man. Like just there's there is really good competition there. That 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 can definitely give me a test, but like that's that's the game I'm I'm looking to come in here and uh, and fight the best of the best.
0: And like last time, you obviously you had you obviously had to go over to Africa to fight. Was any of the travel or anything like that did that become an issue with the way code or anything? Or do you think this time you'll even nail it even more because you've already done it once before?
2: Yeah, I think I think yeah, it's it's more of just an adjustment period, really. Like it's like, it's like everything. Like the first time is kind of gonna to be touch and go, kind of figuring out which which way it works and which way it doesn't work. But for this one, I, um, yeah, I kind of have a little bit more of a game plan in terms of, like the, like the amount of weight I want to cut and, like, the, on the court and like on the flight over. because so I think you lose, like, you lose some, you lose a good few couple of liters of water per hour you're on the flight. So I think I flew 15 hours altogether. So like my weight was actually quite low at the beginning of weight at the beginning of the fight week, so which is good at the time, but at the same time. I kind of like being a little bit heavier. Kind of like holding a little bit more weight. So this time I'm gonna, I'm just gonna, just gonna eat a little bit more, which is easy to do. So yeah. And then in terms of like being over there, like I'm gonna be a lot more familiar with the hotel, the setup, the people that work there, and it's just gonna be a lot more comfortable and more familiar for me. So like I'm looking forward to kind of just getting back in there and just being more camera. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot kind of riding on the last fight, you know, like it's the first one plus all the stuff with the media and plus the video and like there's just everything was kind of happening. All at once, but this time I'm kind of more prepared mentally and kind of have it all broken down for myself a lot more.
0: Well, I'll tell you this: you you couldn't tell that you were in any way nervous from actually nail at the press conference, like <laughs> yes. you know, take yeah. uh, take people's yeah, names at the press conference, absolutely nailed it, like, I mean, and then and then the walkout, Chris feels dancing. I didn't think I'd ever see that in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> the question uh,
1: is, who's the better it Chris Fields or Carl Pender? That's the biggest question.
2: <laughs> uh, no, the joke is like Carl. Carl actually a bit shy, and like and Carl and Colt didn't want to throw in all like all like all of it into his hips and whatnot. So so Carl so Carl so kind of holding back a little bit. So hopefully with this one now, we get the uh, we get the hips loose from a little, a little bit more. But for Fields the elder as always, I'm actually happy that we that we finally have a video of it now.
1: Yeah, you can get oh. all the behind the scenes stuff on Taka's Instagram on uh, at Taka Mandu as well. So there we go, Taka, not to be missed. And then let's know who's the dancer feels he better, dancer Fieldsy or Carl Bender. This is brilliant. Oh,
0: <laughs> I can't, I can't wait for uh, for the next fight. I feel like it's gonna be um, the second comer of Israel Adesanya. Do you remember? Do you remember the break dancing he did before his title fight? Yeah, uh, that was yeah, that was Yeah, that was over at Marvel Stadium, wasn't it? I'm, I always think of yeah, Avengers Stadium or Marvel Stadium. Australia. over australia yeah. yeah yeah so like that's that's what um fieldsy and Pender have to live up to you'll have to show them that exactly, dance and yeah. get them nailed up get practice on tiktok <laughs>
2: <laughs> no uh, chris I can't, I can't even imagine chris wanting to do tiktok my god he's he's so big and so awkward that like i i, I need to make that happen i need to get fields in a tiktok
1: yeah, that's that's why obviously for the people listening on Spotify, you can't miss Mandu versus Huende on EFC ninety on Saturday, November the sixth. We'll be promoting it like like uh, like normal, but, uh, but before we get into like all the action of UFC two sixty seven, uh first of all, can you tell people exactly how they can watch it? Just and also, is there any other fights it, we, on with Team KF that people have to look out for as well?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so how we can watch the fight? So we're gonna, it's going to be on EFC and we're currently in the middle of uh, trying to work out a deal with Channel Seven on Sky, so we can be aired on that because they air um some African some African programs and stuff like that. So we're trying to get a deal sorted with them. But, so hopefully we can make that happen. And hopefully, actually, hopefully, I don't, I don't know if it's meant to say that or not, but like it's, it's said now, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, so EFC uh, November sixth, and I think it'll be on around four o'clock UK time. Or oh, the show starts around four o'clock UK time. Um, I'll confirm I'll confirm that with everybody later on. And then the lads to watch that are coming up. And basically, everyone really like the amateur guys that are coming through now are very exciting. Everyone, everyone's looking sharp. You know, there's been a lot of fights happening over the last last couple of months, so everyone's everyone's camps are just constantly trickling into each other. So everyone's constantly down, helping each other and getting better. So obviously, of course, Armand's won the big one on UAE this weekend. Oh, this, this this Thursday, actually, I think. Yeah, into yeah, this time. Thursday, Thursday. So Armand now. And of, and, of course, my fights want to be watching as well. And then the lads will be in Europe. And Cage Conflict is going to be a big show as well. So fair play to the FAO lads for representing and doing Irish MMA well and putting on good show. So that's definitely a show to look out for.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing on and fight, especially back down on Welterweight, where I think he performs better. Um, And then, yeah, like, you know, the Shelly Bros, Conrad, Camille. Yeah. And Benzo. Um, shout out Benzo. You and him are tight as anything, aren't you? And, yeah, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. And and all the team KF lads, you know what I mean? They they seriously are a hot gym that you have to have to keep your eye on. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing th- those boys compete and do their damn thing. And uh, one last question before we do jump into UFC 267. Mm. Obviously, feels uh, Fields over in Abu Dhabi, <laughs> Dhabi getting his best lo- living his best life over there with Omran. Uh, who's holding down the fourth at Team KF at the moment?
2: Um. So, like, obviously, Tom is there, but like MMA sessions. With the, like, we've we've done enough work in the gym over the last couple of years. To kind of know what now, what we want to do? So, like, um, you know, kind of this is, this is just a mutual thing, lads. We like we're what Tom. We're set what, what time What Tom we're training now and what we're doing each day because Chris kind of had a schedule done out for us from from months ago. So we're just kind of following that and kind of recording sessions from and uh and kind of holding it down and keeping the work keeping work very high.
0: Yeah, that's it. You have to keep that ch- champion mindset.
2: Definitely. Exactly. Definitely
1: yeah so if you are new to the show make sure to like comment subscribe and definitely follow tack on his journey because uh you're making serious waves over there with the videos with everything it's just uh it's great to see it's great really really great to see so,
0: ctv on eftv yeah
2: that's that's the one that is the one
1: there we go uh right so everyone's tuning in thanks a million uh this weekend it is uc 267 is back on fight on this saturday october 30th so like because there is a few main events uh, we definitely have to check out. We also thought it was a great idea as well, Taka, to discuss the Phantomweight title as well. But we're going to start at the very, very top, Roscoe,
0: aren't we? Yeah, we are indeed. We have Mystic Taka in here for a few predictions. <laughs> yeah, so we'll start at the go. very, very
1: top, Roscoe, for the light heavyweight title, Jan Blachowicz, is taking on Glover Share. and this one, is... Ross, we're going to start at that. We're like, what, what do you expect from these two, the the, the two big dogs in the light heavyweight division?
0: Well, I I think it's going to be very evident that. Glover Deschera is going to try his very, very best to get this to the ground. Um, Glover Deschera on, on the ground from the top position is very hard to stop. Uh, I think Jan Blachowicz is is going to want to keep this on the feet. Um, he showed an unbelievable game against Israel Adesanya. He showed he has that vicious Polish power against Dominic Reyes. Um, obviously, Glover was unbelievable in his run. I think, you know, he was allowed out of the retirement home this week to come over to Fight Island <laughs> to get this you fight, what out fight that on. You love it. but, you uh, it's an unbelievable story for, uh, for both these guys. Both these guys were probably written off on one stage and are now fighting for, for the title. Uh, it's going to be a, a brilliant fight, but I do sort of see, feel like Jan's going to get the job done inside too. I think he'll be able to knock the share out. I don't think his chin is quite what it used to be, but uh if there's ever a man not to do at this stage of their career, it's probably Glover Teixeira. what about yourself.
2: Yeah, absolutely. No, I kind of, I kind of agree most of what you. Said there, like Teixeira is very tough. Like anything, he's, he's been around the world, so like I don't know if that, like if that, uh, if that been a mileage on his body is going to do him any favors against Jan. Especially the fact that Jan's kind of hitting, hitting the straw. He has his confidence down. He knows, he knows what he can do, and he knows, he knows what he does as well. So like I think like I will be I began for Blau a bit more more uh more on this fight, but obviously like like you said, Tashira is is a tough guy. Like he's a veteran and like he can never count him out because he's, he's so crafty. And the fact that like at his age, he managed to get him to rack himself to rack himself in upwinds, to get himself a title shot kind of just go kind of goes to show like he's he's still there and uh, he's still dangerous.
0: Yeah, Baz, what's what's your take on it?
1: They have the, like obviously we're gonna to have to stick with our uh, European counterpart Jan Blachowicz even though Glover it's great to see that he did get the title shot he fully deserves but uh, as Taka just alluded to there like Jan is on a free train right now and uh I'm gonna to have to back the Polish power
0: you better believe right. it
1: yeah so we're gonna get into the co-main event the Bantamweight interim title bout between P- Piotr Jan and Corey Sanhagen Takamandu this is your division bud so like tell us exactly what you mm-hmm. think of these two lads
2: these two boys were solid. Yeah, I like it. I've been watching Jan for a long time, and Sanhagen kind of recently kind of got on my radar. But uh, Jan is Jan's boxing's crisp. his takedowns unreal? Is he? Has, seems like he has solid enough jiu-jitsu and top pressure and stuff. So like he's he's very very good. But I think Sanhagen kind of Sanhagen it up a lot better, and he's, he's a lot longer than Jan. I think I think I, think, I, th- I thought Sanhagen won the fight against TJ to be honest with you. But so like I'm I'm backing I'm backing Sanhagen for this one, and like, I think I think he just he's too long. He's too he's very versatile. But the fact that Jan is constantly moving forward and he's constantly like he's he's in your face a lot I think that's going to play into Jan's favour when he goes if he goes later into the rounds but as of now I think I think Sanhagen Sanhagen can do it I like like Sanhagen for this one what do you guys think? (laughs)
0: Uh, Baz do you want to go first or do you want me to go?
1: Uh, I'll, I'll go first. It's just uh, I love I love Jan. Like I absolutely love him. And uh, like Bear Nemo and John Boy, he's probably listening now. Ross, but who's who's Yan's striking coach? Like he was Irish he from Donegal. Great story. But like Yan is yeah. just, I think, it's unreal. And then obviously all the stuff happened with. um Al Sterling, which with the controversy and then he sort of let, like like went back down on the ground and everyone went nuts saying he quit. And all. Like, I mean, this is this is the world of MMA. You know, what I mean, it's pure entertainment. But uh, there, like, I do like Corey Sanhagen, but there's something about Piotr Jan, He was just one of my favorite. Like, he's just a uh, pure bulldog in there. And uh, the way he's trying to speak a bit, <laughs> trying try to get better at the English language for a good man, John Boy, uh, I have to go with Piotr Jan. P- pure, purely biased as well. Ross, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the, I think this is probably the best fight on the card on the night. I think like these are two of the uh, most elite fighters the UFC has to offer. Piotr Yan as tackled to his boxing so crisp. We saw his takedowns against Aljamain of The trips he uh, implemented in that fight were absolutely insane. Um, Corey Sandhagen, he's in the fight. For the whole 25 minutes, his striking was very explosive. We saw that flying knee against Frankie Egger. We saw him go toe-to-toe with the former champ, TJ Dillashaw, for 25 minutes, an absolute barn burner. It has all the makings for pure fireworks, the, t- the fight does. But uh, I think I'm going to go Piotr Jan. I just think he, he is slightly better at the takedowns. So therefore, I think he'll be able to take Corey Sandhagen down if he's not having his way on the feet. Um, or who knows, he might actually decide to take the fight to the ground for the first couple of rounds, wear Sanhagen down, and then and then compete on the feet. But I don't know. After watching Peter Yan fight Jose Aldo, I just think he's a Stone Cold Killer. (laughs)
2: Yeah, yeah. this could be. be Would this
1: pick him in the end? Would it? Would would this be very close? Oh yeah, I I
0: think the line on this, when it comes to the bet nods be very close.
2: Yeah, I think we, 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 and Ross
1: tend to be wrong a lot. So, like, i mean yeah, like tackle,
2: we'll
0: take
2: this. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. I'm <sighs> yeah, like, every single, like, every single time I try to clarify or I try to say something, because lazaro is me asking for bets, it always goes the opposite way. Like, any anything I say while while we're doing this, everyone just deal with the opposite thing. But we'll, what I say? Definitely,
1: it's like <laughs> it's like fancy football, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely.
1: okay okay uh okay what what, like one of the other fights that people have to look out for as well is islam makachev taking on dan hooker in the lightweight division ross say islam makachev is like coming up the rankings very very fast and like a lot of people are talking about him. what is it about islam makachev that people have to look out for this weekend
0: well, I think it's probably the high praise that Javier Mendez has put on one of his pupils that he's the best wrestler in the gym, including Khabib or And when people hear someone's b- grappling is better than Khabib, you know what I mean, like that gets <laughs> that get people worried. And oh, I think Islam's biggest problem is that a lot of people turn him down as an opponent. To, uh, some of the criticism I've heard coming into this fight is you know, none of his wins are overranked opponents. It's not exactly his fault, two of his last three opponents actually have been ranked, but he's knocked them out of the rankings. So, um, he is an absolute force to be reckoned with. And he's fighting the very gritty Dan Hooker. Uh, Dan Hooker obviously coming off a win against Nate Haspercat. And uh, for those who don't know, he's the Kelvin Gaston, Gaston looking <laughs> fella. Um, so like, you know what I mean no messing there like dan hooker came over i think made weight on or arrived on thursday made weight friday and then fought on saturday he he's a he's a bad mofo um but I, I don't bad. know i just i just fancy uh islam Mac having this i just feel like he'll have good enough grappling for 15 minutes to get the job done if it was a 25 minute fight i might lean towards dan hooker he's been in more 25 minute fights and I don't know if Islam be able to wrestle for that twenty-five minutes straight because that pace is uh, very grueling. But over fifteen minutes, I fancy Islam Makachev.
2: Yeah, I yeah. see. Like I like Dan Hooker lot. That's the problem. Like I hate betting against Dan, but Islam is I an mean, is an unstoppable force at the minute. And like like Dan's a good test for him. And I think like after Dan's last performance, he showed a lot of grappling improvements in that area because he's usually kind of just getting kind of banging and kind of getting into the pocket a lot. But um, I think I think I think I think Islam t- I think Islam takes Islam control controls for fifteen minutes and like I know Dan's very springy, but like that, that kind of, that kind of stall wears on you a lot, especially if you're trying to especially if, especially if the first round doesn't go your way and, and you're trying to get the coins back. Like there's a lot of um, there's a lot of things that can go wrong in terms of you trying to get that to get to get for you in terms of you trying to get that fight back going your way. Like like if Dan says bomb and starts trying to clip him with something, then you know, like, that's that's going to be an opener for Islam to take him down, but I think if Dan can throw him that need, if like, that's, like I, like, I might put money on Dan Hooker second round, knee, knee like, knee to the face, knockout, like, I, I really don't think, I really don't think that he's very, very, very capable of that, but, but, um, my gut's my, my telling me Islam.
0: Yeah, I think that's always the problem when you that. find such a good wrestler that, like, you might get taken down with four minutes left to go in the round, and, like, against yeah. Islam you're probably not getting back up, and, like, that's a rough place to be for four minutes straight. Definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Islam as well, just in
1: case he he, he hears how I went against him. You know, I mean, I don't want that <laughs> happen. <laughs> but then, like, the one of the points that I'm actually the most looking forward to on the weekend is the return of Kazmat Chmaya. He's taking on lee Li Jing Liang in the welterweight division. um Like, that's like, let's not mess around here. Like, Kazmat's one of the scariest dudes on the roster. He's one of the most one of the hope, most hyped about people. Then, unfortunately, he did he had to come off a few cards because of COVID. He announced he was retiring, and now. Bores is back, Roscoe.
0: Yeah, he is. I think Kazmat's record is something like 168 strikes to like six. Um, He is an absolute frightening concept to have to stand across. Um, Sweden's own. Yeah, Sweden's own straight out of Chechnya. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he, he is an absolute animal. It's a bit like uh, Tack Mandu, you know. It's Zimbabwe's own, straight out of Dublin, Ireland. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he he is an absolute force to be reckoned with. Um, obviously, Li Jiangling is. Um, he's coming off a win against Santiago Ponzinibbio, knockout win in the first round. So you know, he's impressive. got power in his hands. Yeah. But can he stop that tape down against um, Kazma? And also, he's shown to have that power up at middleweight as well. So I think Kazma's going to go in there. Probably take him down, probably maul him on, I'd say, second round TKO or submission, whichever presents itself. I think that's the type of pressure he applies. It's a bit like with Islam, the amount of pressure these guys apply with the wrestling, it's very hard to defend against it. You have to be the very most upper echelon guy to be able to stop that pressure.
1: Yeah, Taka, when were you first introduced to uh, Kazma and uh, what did you think?
0: <laughs> yeah, I was introduced to Kazma about, I
2: think, the same time, around the same time as everyone else. And then when it, when he first exploded onto the scene, I was like, "Geez, this guy is a, is an animal." I think he fought like for one week, and he fought the next week or something, wasn't it? Yeah, he fought.
0: Yeah, um, three or four days. He later fought John Phillips, and then like ten days later, he fought Reese McKee. and then like three weeks later, he fought Gerald Mearshart.
2: Gerald yeah, yeah. Mearshart, Mech, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching this fight. I think it was I think it was on his fight with Reese. I kind of got kind of took notice of him because obviously not Reece, when, yeah, from the Irish work and stuff like that, and getting the call ups. So I was happy for him, but. That 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 guy is is an absolute wrecking ball. <laughs> but um uh, like that is literally is he's is, is like I think I was I was actually I could have fought one of the lads that he trains with. Not with a fella like fought Glen McVay, actually man Belil.
0: Uh, I was actually thinking Koyev but yeah, no, another fella who um, yeah, 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 for, like, yeah,
2: They all they all the same, gym, So like that's what, and, then, and after and then after kind of hearing I looked at German new new trying to him. So I was like, well, that's crazy. But like and then I ended up looking back, looking back, and I was older voice. And yeah, I, I don't I don't really see yeah. him kind of kind of taking any, any real damage until he gets into the top ten, top five, top four people in the division.
0: Yeah, I, I'm sort of like waiting for him just to rack up enough wins for Usman because like that's a fight I'd love to see. Yeah yeah like yeah for people watching like do not make hazmat like he's
1: he's everything you'd need you'd look for in a bond villain as well which is uh, perfect for <laughs> when, once you <he laughs> retire but like, yeah, exactly. uh, yeah. So like, we're we're all uh, all aboard the Kazma train there. Excuse the <laughs> pun. But uh, there's a couple other fights in the card. We'll just go through quickly. Um, Alexander Volkov taking on Martin Tabor in the heavyweight division. Ross, what do you expect from him? Here?
0: Yeah, well, I actually expect um, Volkov to win this. So I think he'll use that length. He's about six foot seven, and I think he'll just keep him at a, at a distance. However, Tabor is coming on a five fight win streak, which is no mean feat in the heavyweight division. Volkov's coming off a loss to the interim heavyweight champion. Um, Cyril Gam, well, I think Volkov is actually the better of the two, and I think he'll be able to sort of keep him at length and use those long limbs to keep him there. Taka, you're a man who's used to using that reach advantage. What do you think?
2: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think I have Volkov for the first one. I think, I think in the fight against uh Lewis, like he was doing well, he's using jab and stuff like that, but. Like with Lewis, it only takes one punch, and he's, he's kind of unfortunate. But he's winning that fight, and I think that's this coming got kind of a kind of a, a similar situation where he's just jab, jabbing, jabbing for the fight, and picking him apart, using his reach, and then uh, especially the fact, the fact that it's a three round fight, I think, I think gonna favour Volkov definitely.
0: Yeah, I think it probably, I think it will actually reach the judges' scorecards as well. You know, that? two lads yeah, are yeah. Uh, are quite good at going the distance for heavyweights, but one that won't reach the distance, Baz, give us one that won't reach the distance.
1: Wonder what won't reach uh, well, Volkham and Ozdemir against Magomed and Kalayev.
0: Oh, absolutely. I think, th- I think this one doesn't make it out the first five minutes. Uh, right. obviously, and Kalayev beat Ian Kutibala uh, twice in a row, and like, that was very, very impressive. And Ozdemir, Ozdemir is not called no time for nothing. Um, so I think this one's going to go inside the first round. Uh, I like Ankalayev, I think he's a real force to be uh reckoned with in that light heavyweight division. I think you know name recognition he's probably not up there with the other guys yet but, but skill-wise i think he's right up there you know he has like spinning wheel kicks and everything in his arsenal and i think he definitely one to keep an eye out for and if you are looking to put a few euros down he's one for me
1: yeah then also another fight you have to look out for for the european people uh maquan amir Khan, he's taking on leron murphy as well in the featherweight division so, uh, Taka, before we wrap things up on the 267 two mm-hmm. card, is there, is there anything like in particular you're really looking forward to? Like, anything you want to let there? The yeah, give gives your fire the night there. Gives the fire the night. Bro. My
2: the night for 267. I think that the night could be. I think, let me think about this one. I think if we got if if Ankle Alive and if Ankle alive and who was he fighting again? Sorry,
0: Volkan Osdemeer.
2: Volkanovski, sorry, yeah, that's the one. I think if them two boys can't knock each other out, we're in for a fight tonight. And like I think, cause Ozemir is, Ozemir is like he's real slow pacing coming, but like when he goes, he goes, and I think he's gonna catch ankle uh, Ive when he's um when he's always not expecting a couple of times. And I think I think that's gonna, that, that's gonna be nice back and forth. And also LaRon Murphy and um.
1: Oh, Macquarie. Maquan,
2: yeah, I was literally I had his, I had his because I was looking through the topology, and I had, his, I have Maquan's topology picture just in my head because like, like if you if you go on this topology page, it's just a picture of him with a lot of girls, so I couldn't remember his name, but I just remember the picture of him with a lot of girls. But uh, yeah, him and him and Ron is gonna be a good fight. I think Maquan. One's on a two-four skid at the minute, and he needs to win this one. So I think he's going to be coming in here with like with a bit of a uh, like with a bit of a bit of a bit of four in his belly because he knows that if he loses this one, then he's out. And Laurent's Laurent's gonna have, he's been on a hot streak. He's been killing everybody. So I think he wants to continue that on. And um, I think I think them two could very well before tonight as well. But I think th- I think that's a recipe for a recipe to be a banger.
0: Yeah, yeah absolutely. I think uh, Americani holds the record in the Fed Vision for the fast ever win. I think he holds a knockout and something like eight seconds, I think it was, and the Ogle, I think it was, if I'm not correct. So, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's definitely going to be uh, one to look out for as well, especially for a bit of European interest. But for me, for the night, I think it's it's your co-main event one way or the other. Uh, Corey Sandhagen yeah. versus Piotr Jan. Like, uh, it doesn't actually get much more high level than that. that exactly. Yeah, definitely.
1: I'm just looking forward to seeing the return of Kazman. Like, this one, like, seeing people like this fight is just like, Jesus. Unmissable TV. I swear to God. Bosma's oh already God. given out the performance bonus. <laughs> Here he is. <laughs> <laughs> I love that this way. We, we're fans at the end. They are doing this just to promote the, the the MMA world. Like, I mean, that's yeah, really what it is. Right? But uh, that, like, sort of covers everything. Taka, thanks so much for coming on the show. We're obviously going to give you the last word. And also, for the people listening as well, don't miss Takamandu versus Huande on EFC 90 on Saturday, November 6th. That is next weekend. Take it, take yeah, um, sure. I just
2: want to say to everyone, just any, to anyone that's actually made it this far into the video or to the podcast, thank you very much for listening. And hopefully, you tune in for the fight because it's going to be an absolute banger. I promise you, this is going to be my best fight to date. And I'm coming for the finish like every time. And if, if, if I don't get to finish, you're, you're going to be in for a treat. Anyway, you're going to be in for a good fight.
1: Yeah, and if his
0: picks are terrible, make sure to let Tacker know that as well. <laughs> 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 you you're forever. Guys, thanks a million for watching. Um, absolute legend as always. Uh, if you want to support the page, give it a like, share it, and um, subscribe. Leave a comment below, letting us know who you think's going to win at UFC 267. Who's going to the retirement home after the light heavyweight main event, and who's going <laughs> home with that thirteen pounds of gold? Guys, thanks a million, and as always, stay stay energized, energized. energize, show up the Irish. I've you guys a couple of times, I've seen a couple of clips, I think you've done some interviews with Dylan Moore and that but I, I, I saw, so keep going, keep up the good work guys.